0: for tuning in today I am with my friend Bert Leonard Bert you want to say hello hi and Bert is a chess player and a chess teacher mentor coach uh,
1: yeah teacher and coach coach so, yeah
0: um, so someone put me in contact with you a mutual friend said you should have Bert on your podcast. He's this amazing chess player who quit drinking to become better at chess. And I was like, that is a beautiful story. And all the sobers out there would love that. They'll be, they'll be like, Oh, what, what can I be working on that I can like be better at? You know?
1: Yeah. And everyone should consider chess. And
0: everyone, yeah, chess is beautiful. (laughs) We'll talk more about chess.
1: Um, yeah, that's, that's, that's a big part of why I stopped drinking. I mean, I've, I've been like in the back of my mind knowing that I need to stop for a long time. Oh, okay. So, you know, but I mean, that's definitely one of the things where I, I've been working on chess long enough that if I'm going to, if I'm going to make any kind of breakthrough at this point, I have to put a lot of things in my face. I have to change multiple factors in order to mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. make improvements now.
0: So, so it wasn't the only reason you quit drinking. No. You Did you have a problem with that? Um, I don't know,
1: I mean, at times, for sure, mm-hmm. yeah, other times, maybe not as much um but, yeah, I mean, I drank pretty heavily for a long time,
0: enough to make you need to stop want to stop stop yeah,
1: i've won wa- i mean, yeah, I never wanted to start originally, like when I was younger, yeah, and it just kind of
0: happened
1: huh I was very <coughs> I tried very hard not <laughs> not to start, yeah. Uh, I would pretend to drink at parties in college, so people would leave me alone. Aww. But that didn't last. So yeah. And then I got you know to the point where I was a very good drinker and mm-hmm. a bartender and all of that. And yeah, so and
0: then I you realize that it's like a way to live, kind of.
1: Totally. Yeah. <laughs> it was <laughs> the way I was living through. Yeah. A
0: way to live. It's a lifestyle. Yeah. Welcome to my lifestyle podcast. So you, so you quit drinking. Congrats.
1: Yeah. I, well, I have oh. like a. A drink or two, you know, here good and there. You. So, no, like, I've had, like, a drink um, a couple times. Like, <clears throat> I didn't drink at all. Um, I'll, I'll, like, not drink at all for, like, a, a while, like, maybe a week or, or so. Or, um, But then if I'm seeing a friend or something, I, and they're at a bar, maybe I'll have, like, one drink. But yeah.
0: But I've, I've had that m- moment where that. I'm like,
1: oh, if I have another one, I'm going to be drunk.
0: Yeah, yeah. Or I'm going
1: to be buzzed. And I'm like, oh, I'm just not going to do that now because I'm not doing that anymore.
0: That's really good. I wish I had that um, restraint self-control discipline
1: we'll see it's been like two months or three two and a half months or something so but
0: so you quit drinking and what did did you see so what happened with your chess playing did you see like immediate results or
1: kind of although I'm I'm always like hesitant to like act like I can understand like what's causing what when it comes to like chess growth or like intellectual growth um it's very Mm -hmm. messy and there's a you know a lot of outcomes just don't go your way even if you're working really hard at it um so so Mm -hmm. like outcomes can change in a delayed way so it could be because of other things but i did grow i mean like my rating online in a few different time categories like boosted quite a bit Mm -hmm. um and i other things are going on though too i mean i changed like the time controls i was playing i changed um some of the opening um systems i was with so mm-hmm. I mean I made some changes it's hard to establish but I think it, it could be something to do with it yeah
0: well it is hard to do anything for me when I'm hungover
1: that's the main thing I just don't want to be hungover <laughs> yeah, <it> really <laughs> and is I'm is always going thing. to be hungover at this point in my life um, yeah oh yeah it used to be great it Used to just like drink a Gatorade and eat a pizza and I know 100%. I used to be fine yeah
0: <sighs> well we all have to grow
1: but now uh, I just don't want hangovers anymore
0: you don't want...
1: I just don't want hangovers. Yeah, I just don't want to yeah, do Yeah, no, that. they're the worst. I think they if suck. I had them... If I didn't have them, I think I, maybe I would still drink. But I just... life It kind running. of ruins your next day, yeah. Yeah,
0: for sure. <coughs> what is your rating, if you don't mind my asking?
1: Um, t- t- Depending on the rating category... I mean, the time control, it's like 2,300, 2,200, around there. It fluctuates. But that's my most recent goal. Like, a couple of years that's ago, really my goal good. was to get to 2,200. And then I did, and I, I kind of thought, well, I can't really... I can't really do better than that, um, and so then a kid on a scooter.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and so then this year, the past few months, I was like, well, I mean, I might as well just tr- like, why can't I get to the next kind of hundred mark? I don't know. And so I just started trying, and it was a lot easier than I thought it would be. Um, wow! And um, and then yeah, but it fluctuates. I mean, those are my peaks that I've that I've reached recently. But I also you know have spiraled a bit um, in a c- in a couple of categories.
0: I mean so. that's super impressive. I so don't know. Else? I'm not
1: that good when it comes to like international. Like when you when you there's like people who are like, like there's grandmasters who are just like, would if I played them they would beat me uh, you know a hundred times out of a hundred probably.
0: How do you how how do you become a grandmaster?
1: Um, you have to reach a, a FIDE rating like an international. There's like a international organizing body called FIDE, um, mm-hmm. and you have to reach a rating of. 2500 um <clears throat> there's also but you're this almost th- there though no well that's uh, that's my online rating so i don't even have a fide rating because i don't play international tournaments uh, but this is like it would be I like wrote. 2000 if i was oh my God, that would be kid. like 2000 um my online rating i've been able to play l- i haven't been playing tournaments in person the past few years very much mm-hmm. um so i play a ton online so i've been able to like work hard on that rating but you can't
0: that's totally that's way different than playing with a person
1: it's i mean the same the same things apply uh in terms of strategy and you know calculation but it's um yeah yeah. it's just it's not you can cheat for instance like people cheat a lot online so like you could just
0: how would you go about cheating
1: um you can so like people i think i get cheated on i cheated against like w- <laughs> 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 once a day, probably um, at least, you know, um, and then. But the the thing is, the website can like determine it pretty easily, and so they oh. the, the, those people get blocked. um oh, wow. But people try anyway. Um, some of my students, I have to have tough conversations. Um, oh wow! But basically, you you have one window open where the chess game is going on, and then you have another window open that you're logging those moves in, and it has mm-hmm. a computer evaluation running. And so you just oh. like use the computer's evaluation to determine. Uh, what the best move is and then you play it even though it's not yours.
0: It's not yours
1: Yeah There's a way to do it where you wouldn't get caught where you just wouldn't use the computer for every single move But you have to be like decent enough to like <laughs> yeah, you know, so like but people are just really some people are just kind of like uh, Stupid about it or something.
0: Yeah, they, they say that um the way you play chess is kind of a reflection of how you approach or like attack her, how you play like other things and in, in life in general it's like a reflection of you and how you go about yeah life. i've wondered would about you, that would you agree like what is what is your i think style? it's style
1: so i would probably be considered an, an aggressive uh mm. player um mm-hmm. so i mean to the to the point of like too too aggressive like certainly mm. like i've made a lot of decisions in tournament games where it's like I did not have to make it that complicated uh-huh and I really thrive in like chaotic um wow like overcomplicated situations so um but I don't know if that reflects my my personality it might I mean because you're... I have students as well who are like very mild-mannered but like very aggressive like very wild players um and then I have students who are positionally like they're very solid very boring and they're maniacs in person so i think it's it kind of varies but it could there might be some tendencies though yeah
0: yeah i i play very defensively uh because and and i was thinking about I i don't i think it's because i'm like so emotional everything is a reaction rather Mm -hmm. than like i'm not very good at chess because i just play to make sure that i don't lose rather than trying to win right um and i guess that's not a good way to go about life but that's how i play chess because I, I just totally fine chess strategy because i assume that the other person is going to beat or going to try to beat me so
1: i they w- yeah they are though so that's right but you're right
0: i could approach life like i'm going to win <laughs> instead of <laughs> i'm going to lose um, but i think my favorite chess style is just the most the most simple moves like the least complicated mm-hmm. but so I you're do in, you're in good company i mean yeah. a lot, world cha- but i understand what you what do you mean with like the, the chaotic ones
1: i enjoy that it's just fun it's more fun to me yeah, um, yeah to have a lot going on to have to balance it and also it's it's how you beat higher rated players um if right, you give right, higher rated right. players a bunch of simple decisions yeah, they're not going to screw it up yeah mm-hmm. um so you have to like put pressure on people, um, especially strong strong players. You have to learn how to put pressure.
0: Um, wow, that's that's interesting. Yeah, I'm so bad at putting the pressure on. I am just defensive.
1: It works too. I mean, that's, eh, that's I'm not uh, very good because everyone's going to make uh, mistakes uh, in a game, True. and so if you're if you're if you're noticing your opponent's threats and you're defensive and um, you, you just don't lose every single turn, eventually. Um, if you notice when they screw up, then you're okay. Yeah,
0: that's when you go in. <coughs> yeah, that's when you, have you have to notice attack. that. Yeah. 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 You talked about being aggressive against your opponent, opponent, and kind of seeing how they play. Kind of reminded me of how you would play poker. You know. Sure. Like sure. Like a poker face, <coughs> and you you get to know how others play. And. Right. Uh, have you Have you played poker?
1: I used to. I used to play a lot of poker. Oh yeah. Um, I used to. I probably played. This was I stopped chess for a few years to to focus on poker. Oh, whoa. Um,
0: like online or in real life. No,
1: in person. See, I never had much money, um, and so my bankroll was pretty low. Uh-huh. Um, but I played a lot of uh, in person, like over over the over the table. Um, yeah.
0: How how much is a lot? Would you say?
1: I played probably 35, 40 hours a week. I didn't have a job. I was bartending like one night a week or two nights a week at this jazz club in Fort Worth. And then, yeah, very cool. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It was great. Um, And then I played at, there was a card house. So it's just like a house that's gutted with like two card tables and like.
0: Like uh, a trap house, but for poker? But for
1: poker. Because it's illegal in Texas. So you have to like. You know, wow. someone's like a camera out front, they like,
0: yeah, wave yeah. and then they
1: let you in. and then Like in the
0: movies, you were like doing it. How did yeah. you get like invited to attend these? I like literally, I mean, I just
1: knew a guy who knew a guy, yeah, basically. Yeah, that's and then they so just cool. said, oh, you should come to this house. And then I ended up, it was amazing. Like I, it was a dream because I didn't have much money, mm-hmm. but I could go and there's free beer, free booze. Food, Mm -hmm. sports on TV. Mm -hmm. And so I could go, and I used to be really into sports at the time. I don't, and not anymore. But, um, and you could just like drink for free. And, well, I mean, I would play poker seriously. I studied a lot. Like, I spent a lot of my time studying. You studied poker the way you study chess? Yeah, for sure. I was very obsessive about it. And then um, I could play until I made money. And then I could just like sit and, get wasted and eat and for free and uh-huh. so it was like i was thinking like oh this, this makes total sense because i'm going to make some money i'm going to eat for free i'm going to drink for free instead yeah. of going to the bar um yeah and so it was kind of a sweet deal for a while i saved and then i ended up saving up enough money to like quit my job and get my teaching certification and become a math teacher oh my god so, like, that is
0: a beautiful story of the american dream <laughs> oh, my god Uh, that's so cool it was a stressful experience because (laughs) because a lot of people it doesn't really work out like that
1: yeah Yeah. no I'm because 35
0: to 40 hours a week of poker kind of walks the line of addiction maybe a gambling like gambling is not the best thing to do you know
1: yeah (laughs) if I was losing money I think it would have been a huge problem
0: absolutely but you aren't But But I,
1: I mean, yeah, I didn't even have much money to lose. I was making rent, you know, going back and doing it again. I have another friend who was like this, who like would get together, you know, enough money to pay rent and then kind of just do it again the next month, Um, and just. It's a um, lifestyle. So, that I could not be too aggressive, which is often the appropriate way to play. But I had to like lower risks um, Uh and play like a lot more.
0: Did you encounter any people? poker people who would you would say that had gambling problems a lot yeah yeah
1: yeah and I mean that's part of what felt kind of icky about what I was doing yeah um, and at a bar because I'm you know yeah, yeah no I mean I uh addicts. N- never felt like great about that but basically i mean the idea is if i'm playing people who are good at poker i'm not like raking them
0: yeah i'm raking the people
1: who are like mm -hmm. terrible and who literally tell me like my friend pat was just like i play poker because it's better odds than the like the scratch-offs you know yeah um and so i'm taking their money
0: and would you say that you were playing at like um an an even skill level some of those guys
1: some of those guys it doesn't even matter how good they are because, like, so, like, for instance, I it's can give the example of my friend Pat. He's very good, uh-huh. but he's not executing things at, at his skill level. He's executing things out of, like, compulsion or something. So, like, his actual play was mm. lower than... So, I mean, I'm better... Th- yeah, I would probably say I was much better than a lot of these people who are, like, straight-up gambling addicts. Right, right. Um, because a lot of them don't even study or, like, yeah, have a yeah, concept or... N- yeah, just reactionary. Yeah, they're just there to to put to put money in the middle, yeah. I mean, yeah um, and so...
0: I, I bet it's thrilling i've never i like i stay away from gambling i've never
1: it's kind of amazing yeah i, I I'm really glad i don't do it anymore no I bet <laughs> I would
0: like it way too much <coughs> i think
1: if I was rich, I would just do it yeah all
0: the know. time It seems like a big, big problem fun. for a lot of people
1: yeah i mean those those guys i mean they would sleep on the couch at the card house and then they would deal to make up their you know bank like to the the they owed the house you know whatever i yeah. mean there's a lot of dark. It's depressing if you think about it. Yeah. But I did my best not to. But
0: I'm glad you got out of that and moved on to chess. Or was there anything in between?
1: No, that was it was I mean I've had the the three main games that I've been obsessed with are uh, chess and poker and Pokemon. Mm. And uh, Pokemon and so Pokemon predated <laughs> poker though. And and so yeah, Wait, it was
0: Pokemon in real life or Pokemon on the computer?
1: Actual living Pokemon um, the <laughs> the on the on the Game Boy. There's like oh, a yeah. like
0: uh, like the gold and the red and the blue. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: yeah, there's a what's called a metagame. So it's like doubles. So it's like you have two Pokemon versus the other person's two Pokemon at the same time, and that's the considered like the standard uh, for competitive play. Did and I would practice that on like simulators online and then play in person. Um, wow,
0: wait. So this was before poker. Yeah, yeah. poker.
1: Yeah, when I had even less money. So po- in Baltimore. Wait,
0: did you gamble with Pokemon?
1: No, I just had no money at all then, so I could do that for free. Oh, okay. That was great. Okay. Yeah.
0: I I really liked playing Pokemon Go. I it, never did it. Uh, yeah. I, I, yeah.
1: My girlfriend at the time was really into it, and I felt I remember, I remember like talking to one of my friends who was also obsessive previously about Pokemon. We were both mm-hmm. kinda like, why is everybody into this all the? I mean, it this was really strange.
0: really fun. You just like go out into the wild and <laughs> you see these pokemon and it's i w- I was living in Bushwick when Pokemon go was huge, so it was all like young people with no jobs, nothing to do so right. everyone would just be out like hunting the same like onyx or whatever
1: it sounds kind of fun it
0: was fun. I actually met someone I started dating <laughs> playing pokemon go
1: pa- pokemon go
0: embarrassing what
1: was the we The the Pokemon you guys were Um, going after. Do you remember? No, I don't remember. Um, I don't remember. But
0: we were oh no, we were at a gym. We were at a gym battling. I see. Okay. Wow. Anyway, so Pokemon, poker, chess.
1: Yeah, yeah, and then quitting poker to focus on chess. Basically, it was a decision because I can't do more than one thing at a time. Really.
0: That is actually something I wanted to talk about. So before, mm-hmm. before I, uh, before we started podcasting, I was listening to another podcast with this chess player who is also a cognitive scientist, and he developed this um, study. He conducted the study and uh, called it the Invisible Gorilla Study. So. Uh, Basically, what it, what it entailed was uh, these participants on the, on the basketball court, half of them were wearing white shirts and the other half were wearing black shirts. And what they had to do was pass the ball to each other. Like The white team would pass the ball to their teammates and the black team, whatever. So this was being filmed. And then after, after they did the passing of the ball, each uh, participant would watch a video and of it, and the scientists would be like, how many times did the white team pass the ball to each other? And they would count. And as it turned out, during the time that they were passing the ball, there was a gorilla in the middle of the court, like for 10 minutes, like doing gorilla stuff. Like a fake, a fake, a fake gorilla. gorilla, a gorilla yeah. suit guy, you know, like a mascot thing. But during the time that they were uh, on the court, zero people noticed the gorilla because they were so focused on, you know, what the task at hand. Yeah. And then while they were watching... It's well, funny
1: because passing a ball is not that hard, right? Like, you'd think that they would be kind of like, okay, I'm passing the yeah, ball. Yeah, I know, I know, right? You're like, uh, I'm going to notice the gorilla suit, but, but I guess... But no one,
0: no one did. And then... On the video, only half of the participants noticed the gorilla, like second view, which is just funny because they were like focused on counting how many, and the way he applied that to chess was just uh, if you're super focused on one thing, an very obvious distraction, you or an obvious something, you just totally miss it.
1: Yeah. End. Yeah. Um so I would I would call this from a coaching perspective uh, fresh eyes. Mm. Um is what I have to tell my students. Is like, that like
0: hindsight?
1: Well, it's it's kinda like you trick yourself into like <laughs> detaching from like the the position that you found yourself in, right? Because like every move you've made had like a reason, um and so you have a plan and it's embedded in like where the positioning of your pieces and you've worked very hard, like thinking for a very long time on like you know, for like sometimes hours. And so it can be hard to like Separate uh, the immediate position in front of you, which has nothing to do with the past moves. I mean, those are gone. They're history. Like, they don't mean anything. Um, yeah, they're and gone. so, but you can, like, there, there's like a residue or something that, of like fears or anxieties you had maybe about different things. And if you, if you, can like get a walk away from the board and like come back like sometimes I'll look at a different players game a lot of the time
0: mm-hmm. and
1: just try to figure out the best move in that game and then I'll come back to mine and pretend like it's a bra- like it's just someone else's game oh. and you can see things um, not I mean this is not an exact science but you can see things a lot of the time that you just like did not
0: yeah. realize
1: like aspects of the position it's, um, yeah, so I call like that fresh eyes
0: editing someone else's paper like it's, it's always easier for me to like edit someone else's writing than it is to edit my own you know (coughs) oh for sure that fresh eyes yeah that's cool uh
1: yeah i remember learning about that for the first time i was i was very excited about yeah no that's a
0: really nice thing it's kind of just like step out of your uh perspective for a minute Mm? what other uh what other lessons from chess can you apply to life i know oh. it's so corny <laughs> but it's a fun it's a fun thing for me to think about yeah,
1: yeah well i mean <laughs> lessons i don't know um i mean ideas if you, strategies if you i would say that like i mean to i think a lot about this um i mean it's like my life um yeah and so i think a lot about it and i i don't always land on anything concrete but uh i think that the main thing is that it's it's you know, chess is this exercise and decision and precise decision-making. Um, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And so I think that even if there's not like a, a lesson that as like a metaphor or anything like that, like if you exercise decision-making, even if it's a game, if, if to you, it means everything to you, then, you know, it's, you're practicing the same considerations you would make, like you, you would um, make in a real situation where you had to make a tough decision. Um, so just exercising, I think is, I think it it carries over and i think it does help you make better better decisions decisions probably and or at least you know think things through better but as far as like a lesson um i mean that's a
0: really good lesson it's kind of think before you act you know or speak or sure
1: sure i mean also i think that tempering your expectations with like with like growth um Mm. you know because like in chess you can you can study like a like a maniac for like weeks and then you still lose games Uh and you maybe start losing more games and like the way that growth works intellectual growth in chess at least is um it's just not what you would expect and so i think that it can temper your expectations in other domains of your life probably where you might not be so hard on yourself for not you know accelerating in a way you you, you yeah
0: yeah for sure are you hard on yourself in chess growth yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's it's really I put it it's yeah, you have to be I mean uh, you, you don't, don't have, have to be. You yeah. don't have you to be. Really I am don't have I'm to very be. tough on myself, yes.
0: Uh yeah, same. But we don't have to be. No,
1: no you don't you know, it's, it's a choice.
0: It is a choice. Yeah. Life is just, you know, choices, decisions, <laughs> outcomes. Um let me think. I wrote something down. Um, oh, something that I take from chess is to keep, to consider all options. I guess it has to do with decision making, but to keep all of your options open. And you know, if one thing doesn't work out, always have a plan B. Um, and just be prepared. I, I am trying to get better at being prepared. That's why I took notes before we started this. That's something that's really important in chess. I guess like memorizing the openers and yeah,
1: that's most preparation comes from m- memorizing openings. Yeah,
0: um, I th- I hate that though. You don't have to do it as I mean, a defensive player. I, I I don't.
1: But it's totally unnecessary, honestly. No, it is
0: though. Like like your, your first, first move, it indicates what your last move is. You know. Yeah, I mean this. It's it's
1: important. Um, but I would say that it is the most common, um, thing. It's the most common misconception that students come to me with Mm -hmm. that they need help with their openings and that's why they're losing, Yeah, which is literally (laughs) never the case. They're losing because they're making bad choices. I mean, they're just at every every stage of the game. You know what I mean?
0: life is not going the way you want it, maybe... You're just making bad choices. <laughs> that, could, that could be it. That's part of it. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, my, all
1: my students under a certain level, there has nothing to do with their opening choices. It's just they're not trying. They're like put. They're, they're running out of steam. You know, like right. they're, they're literally if just fatigued it at all certain parts of the game.
0: Memorizing these openings. Yeah.
1: Opener, yeah. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've played someone who's a highly rated player, and they play the same opening line that I've mm-hmm. memorized about. 20 moves deep and then as soon as they don't have anything to that, to lean on that they've memorized uh-huh. they just completely fall apart yeah. they just don't know how to play yeah
0: exactly yeah. people who memorize openers they don't know how to play they just memorize like definitely not moves alright cool I mean, that's I mean, how I can't I've hurt you it. if you also know how to it's play it's nice to know you should also it's nice you should to know try the, the, um, but you can strategies. be great without
1: memorizing openings
0: thank you you can do it I, I play with my friend Forrest and he is that type he he memorizes the shit. I'm just like, come on, it's not fun, you know. <laughs> I guess chess isn't really supposed to be fun. It is. It is though. And
1: memorizing openings can be fun because mm-hmm. it just depends on how you learn it. It's
0: like memorizing math equations, formulas.
1: When each move has a meaning and a, and you understand like the purpose of it and how it's connected to to other ideas and and goals. Um, it is fun. That is beautiful. Actually. When you just when you when you when you are doing it like it's homework, it's it's definitely not, and yeah. you're not gonna you're not gonna do well long term. I don't think it's joyless. Yeah, you, know? you should
0: probably enjoy doing playing chess and learning about chess. And
1: if you're gonna spend a lot of time on it, you should. Yeah, yeah.
0: I I started playing chess like kind of recently, like a few years ago, and I only like things that I'm instantly good at. <laughs> yeah and so I liked tough. I kind of liked playing chess just because a lot of logic was applied I yeah. could apply logic and thankfully well I don't I mean whatever I studied philosophy in school and logic was a required class so I had it kind of the deductive reasoning And like the modus ponens, and if A is B, or if A then B, then all of that stuff. Uh, Even when I've tried coding uh, a lot of logic puzzles. Same experience, yeah, also
1: a philosophy major. Um, Oh yeah? I was obsessed with logic, that was mainly what I studied. It's it's beautiful, it really is. No, I agree, yeah, I don't do it anymore. my, like departing from that was kind of heartbreaking but I d- had, I had to, you know I stopped um,
0: one yeah I can only focus on one thing <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> um, and when I realized I wasn't gonna go to grad school I was kind of like okay well I'm just not gonna do this anymore um, mm-hmm. I still solve theorems like online sometimes like there's a website that like generates them oh, and awesome. I like, go in and just kill some time um, but it's nostalgia um, but yeah I think I learned chess in college um, I didn't play before then, and I think a big part of it was I was studying logic, and I felt like, oh wow, this like really, this really complements it. Right. Yeah. So in well. go
0: inside, but yeah, complements is the word. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Truth value. Uh, just li- just beautiful. I agree. Lo- I haven't done a proof in a while.
1: I remember the first one. Uh, I remember like first day of logic class, like first semester of college, mm-hmm. like taking a. a Like a propositional logic problem, Mm -hmm. and like not like I remember. I remember the feeling of like looking at these alien symbols, yeah, yeah, (laughs) and and being like (laughs) mystified by them. I remember like this room in the library had a whiteboard, and I went and I put it up on the whiteboard, and I just told I just told myself I'm not going to leave this room until I understand this. Okay, good. Well, hunter, and I stayed in there for four hours, (laughs) and I mean it's literally the simplest (laughs) thing, right? But to me, it was like really hard. I don't know. No, and and I spent I spent like four hours like staring at this fucking thing, being like I'm gonna figure out what like how these alien symbols work and then that was But well, that's
0: one of my favorite memories of college is like just literally forcing
1: myself to do that
0: the discipline wow that's I mean four hours is a long time to spend on one it's,
1: it's embarrassing crazy. that it took me that long now <laughs> that I think about it <laughs> so it's like it's just like a simple thing but well for me it was a tough but it's like once I did that I understood it so well I mean
0: before. if I didn't take a class on logic I wouldn't know i It was crazy that I understood it because I have hated math forever. But now, I I mean, I I appreciate math, think it's beautiful. I just, like, I I don't like memorizing the stuff, you know? Yeah. But with logic, it just makes more, it just, like, makes sense. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, It gets a little complicated.
1: I enjoy just learning it, whereas math, not not as much. Yeah. I I mean, certain parts of math, like proofs. Solving problems. I took a proofs class in the, in the math department in college that mm-hmm. I really enjoyed. Um, but other than that, I mean, I think I would have to have a career mindset in order to, like, study math. Like, I would need to know, like, oh, I want to learn this in order to, like, go be an engineer or whatever. But I don't, I never yeah. had the same type of joy from.
0: What does an economist do? Lie? <laughs> <laughs> no, but for know.
1: real, what do they
0: do? I'm not sure. I don't even know what the economy is or what a, yeah um, but i do know that game theory is big in studying economy but i d- still don't really know it economics yeah are. beats me okay, um cool.
1: but i did try to st- i did i did try to study game theory and i just kind of lost steam on it yeah um, it's, it's but these days in poker you kind of have to if you want to play it like Right, right. This is what they call a like gto or game theory optimal um play um Wow. balancing ranges and things like that and i don't oh I don't, boy. I don't i don't i don't fuck with it but it's i'm an it's emotional whole,
0: poker player
1: that's actually the only podcast i can listen to there's a poker podcast called just hands that's amazing where they break down one hand for like half an hour oh that sounds um, like something you would all like the decision yeah. making yeah <laughs> and it's it's really really relaxing
0: <laughs> it sounds super relaxing thrilling <laughs> <laughs> fascinating stuff uh-huh um Uh, yeah so another thing I've learned from chess that I can apply to life is planning ahead, being prepared and it's also uh, taught me to be patient because you know I'm not always going to be good at everything the first time I try it Yeah. and you can only get better the more you play but I am not my, my main focus is in chess. For you, that's what you... So y- you studied philosophy and you got a job as a chess player or there a chess coach. Maybe. Yeah,
1: much later. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: What, what um, did you do when you had graduated?
1: So I graduated in 2008. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was a great time to graduate from college. Mm-hmm. And I started working at a place called Tiff's Treats, making cookie dough um yeah. so i made like giant batches of cookie dough like just uh-huh. just picking you know i just big bags of sugar and flour like all damn day um cool. and uh then i worked at a, a as a waiter and a bartender and yeah. you know this and that um yeah. until i started working at <laughs> pier one imports the but not just a store like a home the home office i was oh, a cu- wow. i was a customer service representative so i just answered the phone and I held. I helped people. That complain. sounds like a nice
0: job. Actually, I feel like I would enjoy that. At
1: the time, I felt like I hit the lottery because it was twelve dollars an hour, mm-hmm. and and it had health, like I mean, shitty health and benefits, but like you know, it it seemed like amazing to me. Two
0: thousand eight, twelve dollars an hour. Is well, this really was good. maybe
1: two thousand twelve at this point. Uh, still, it's pretty still, good. I mean, yeah, I didn't, I didn't have any other things.
0: Yeah, in two thousand twelve, I was interning for free, so
1: yeah. <laughs> I never did that, thank God.
0: Yeah. I, I kind of miss being an intern sometimes. It was fun to, like, not know anything. Yeah. Just, like, be told what to do. That sounds great. I just want to get paid, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the not getting paid part wasn't great.
1: I did, I did an internship, but I got paid. I was at uh, St. Jude Children's Hospital oh. in college, because it's in Memphis, and I did medical ethics um, oh, internship cool. there. But they paid me. It was great. I loved it.
0: Medical ethics.
1: Which I don't understand. Never have. I don't know why they gave me that job.
0: That's that's really awesome. I was
1: so bad at it. I it was just ins- I was always confused. I like, was
0: gonna try to. Uh, I have uh, game theory and ethics uh, written down as a note. I don't really know why. I think it was gonna be about like poker and like ethic playing ethically. If you know that someone has an addiction problem.
1: Yeah. But you know. I mean. It's not <laughs> you had
0: to, you had to look out for yourself.
1: I was always running close to no money at that yeah. point in my life, and I didn't. Yeah, so I'm not justifying it. Like I felt bad about it, but um, you know.
0: Well, yeah, Also, you only play against people at your skill level, right?
1: I would play against anybody. I was totally Anyone? happy to would take you play anybody's against money. Me, I mean. Sure. I mean, I don't trust that you're not good, so. I mean, you know, I feel like you. Maybe I'm getting hustled right now or no, something. No, I'm not um, good. <laughs> but I would. I mean, these days I don't really play though. I don't play at all. Oh, you just teach. But if I if if I was to start playing poker again, mm-hmm. I don't. I would take anybody's money. I do not. I right. do not care. Oh no. wait, no, I was talking about chess. If you are willing chess. to, oh, with chess. Would I gamble? No. Would you, oh, sorry, Would I you something. play
0: with someone who's at a way lower skill set than you are?
1: Yeah, sure. I'll play anybody. Double, I mean, yeah. most people don't want to play um, who are like. But I mean, I only
0: like playing with people who are bad. That's you know, <laughs> I mean, I'm bad.
1: The only way you get better. I mean, this is the this is the thing. I, the most important thing to like improving in chess is literally to like. Play, up a lot. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And so, for instance, like in college, I got to be as good as the best player at my college. Um, and who was not good at all we didn't have me like well we had one guy actually who was, who was very good but he was not really he was a little too good he was like almost grandmaster um wow. and he did not play he would not play with us um jake Kleiman. he was a great guy but you know he was too good um but i got as good as anybody else what does there. he do
0: now as a grandmaster i think he ended up just
1: becoming a doctor or something uh, just the doctor some simple way li- yeah, yeah. I don't know. um <laughs> and which is i mean he's so talented um it's such a shame, um, <laughs> <laughs> but, but, <laughs> but uh, the thing is, then I moved to, you know, Baltimore, and I started playing with a guy who I would lose to every time, and he was a very strong player, and I got, after a year, to where I would, we'd split games, you know, about five out of ten, six out of ten, mm-hmm. and then I didn't get any better, though. Right. You know, you and then I moved to, to Texas, out. and I played started playing Masters, and I started losing every game against them, mm-hmm. and then after another year it's like i'm splitting matches with them
0: patient and
1: you just have to like always play up as much as possible if you want to improve
0: yeah i but know if you just want to have it's fun, like then it doesn't matter you don't want to be like the biggest fish in a pond you want to you can't right. stay like in a pond forever and that's
1: why i'm excited to live in new york now because new york is like chess capital of the country um, yeah yeah and so like in fort worth i could be top seed wait in is that true i didn't totally know that. yeah well i that's guess like,
0: Chess is really popular in like Washington Square Park and Union Square. It's a big chess city. Yeah, I, have yeah, you Fisher ever? Fisher,
1: Fisher's from New York. Bobby Fisher, he's from Brooklyn. Oh yeah. Uh, he was world champion in '72, um, and he um, he brought a lot of. I mean, he he was like the most famous chess player. Like he he brought a lot of attention to America. He was the only American world ch- world chess champion.
0: Oh um, wow! I actually, I'm I'm not up on chess players you're the only one I know it's a
1: big city uh, for chess and so that's why I'm able to have a job here with it that's Um, awesome and uh, that's why I like it too because I can go a tournament here and I'm not the best player not even I mean there's like at least I'm like upper middle of pack you know
0: right have you ever played chess um I think it's on Tompkins McDougal there's a like Uh, a chess
1: I've played in a few parks I'm not sure
0: it's like it's a chess board store but in the back. Oh chess forum.
1: Yeah chess forum. Yeah I played a chess forum. Chess
0: forum. I mean there's not normally there a lot of chess players in
1: there sadly. To charge
0: my phone. Oh and, okay. And men would love to watch me play like against one of my friends and tell me like how I, what to do and how I'm doing it wrong.
1: That's what I love about chess. It's the best community of people. It really They're so truly generous. Is. so yeah. generous with their uh-huh. uh, information. Yeah very helpful. That's, that's my actual experience though i mean I, w- I wasn't even being sarcastic oh i was <laughs> <laughs>
0: um i mean i love being told what to do honestly i love you being yeah, that, i love when people tell me that i'm doing something wrong yeah, that yeah. I suck yep that's that's Same. the fuel i need to get better Yep. but for real not being sarcastic also it was cool because i could smoke my jewel in there and no one cared back yeah then. they're pretty easy going yeah mad cool
1: I think they'll probably go out of business.
0: Ugh, I know.
1: I saw something. You saw it. something? I saw something about them being like, <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, we're not doing so good I mean, for obvious th- reasons.
0: Uh, that makes me want to go over there and buy like one of their $6,000 chess sets. Let's do it. I don't have $6,000. Uh, Maybe yeah, I if don't. I... I'm going to do that. I've been slowly taking my money out of the stock market, which became another Whoa, weird... Whoa, cool. I was trying to apply logic.
1: I've never done that. Don't. I won't.
0: I mean, I, I, I've made a de- pretty decent amount. That's awesome. But it's addictive.
1: Yeah. It is addictive.
0: That. So I've been slowly taking my money out of there.
1: I think it's cool. I hear these conversations. There's like these apps now. And there's like people like talking about like how the $300 they put in the stock market is like working for them and, and yeah, stuff.
0: Yeah. I started with um, I started with $300. Yeah.
1: Damn. Damn.
0: But it's really easy to keep buying
1: yeah it's. Thrui- <laughs> I'm sure it's ruining a lot of lives yes yes um, it is that's sad
0: but for me so far it's been pretty good. good Yeah. Right. congrats thank you stock market is evil though I like sold Halliburton recently oh so.
1: <laughs> I remember when I was a math teacher I decided I was going to teach my middle school math students about the stock market and mm-hmm. then I started learning about it and then I was like I can't explain this. Wait, why
0: did you want to teach them about the stock market?
1: Because I had a lesson, I had a whole like I wanted to do like a week long lesson because it's a lot of percentages and fractions right, right. and that's 6th grade math is all just that. It's just like Oof, yeah. and so I thought, oh we'll do like a week long project. We'll have them buy stocks and we'll track them and measure growth oh, and that's loss cute. and and then I started and then I realized like I can't understand how this thing works and so instead we're just going to do the project and pretend like it makes sense to everybody. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. So I don't know what it is, really.
0: Yeah. you Focus on chess. Leave Wall Street <laughs> to, to the experts. Moi. I will. I will. <laughs> the addicts. Like I can get addicted to anything, really. I love that
1: movie, though. Wolf of Wall Street. I I don't know if I've laughed harder. It's funny. This year.
0: This year? You saw it this year? I saw it this year. I still haven't seen it.
1: My roommate showed it to me, and I was just like... I couldn't breathe at times. I Your
0: roommate told me to watch it. When I when I told him that I hated the movie that he told me to watch, I was just like, why would you do that? Uh-huh. But now I feel like I would hate Wolf of Wall Street. Uh, I don't know. I felt like I'm being tricked. But I, I saw, mm-hmm. I remember I was so stoned at this like trap house in Bushwick. Like a, lit- a literal, like it was a, a drug selling house. Mm-hmm. I was so stoned. And uh, Wolf of Wall Street was on and it was so intense. And I think that's when I realized that Leonardo DiCaprio is a really good actor. Yeah. So I think that's so. what I got from that. And then I somehow like managed to get up and leave because the vibes were, the vibes were off, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I should watch Wolf of Wall Street. Maybe I'll learn something and get sucked back into the stock market.
1: Yeah. I hope you, st- I hope you stick it out. No, I'm it's getting better. <laughs> Yes. That's what I hear. It is
0: getting better. It was scary the past like 2 or 3 weeks it's been scary.
1: Yeah, I just get I put my money into those retirement accounts and they fuck with it.
0: Oh, you have retirement accounts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's and
1: so then I <laughs> and then they they do stuff with the stock market. Oh. And then I get like a little piece of mail that says I've lost money and then I'm like, "All right, well, I and didn't I, I didn't do it." And out then, of your hands. Yeah. <laughs>
0: That's cool. That's cool that you got a job with a philosophy degree.
1: Um, it's has, and it has nothing to do with it. You know, it's yeah. like, I just, it's only, be, but it's because or of college though. It's because I've learned chess in college, yeah. you know, and so that ended up being what got me a job.
0: Honestly, because of college, it's like where I met so many people who then moved to New York. Interesting. But I don't know. No, no. I don't know what I learned in college. I learned I've av- First of all, my family was pissed like you're going to college for philosophy, like what job are you going to get? Yeah. And ever and the most common thing that people at the undergrads say like I'm going to be a lawyer after this. It'll sure, make me a really yeah. good lawyer. But the thing about that is that lawyers kind of suck too.
1: Yeah, I had I had never had any interest in me being neither. a lawyer me neither. I can only do stuff if I like it. You know, like mm-hmm. I can only, like, dedicate myself to it if I enjoy it. And I just literally was obsessed with philosophy. And that's the only reason why I studied it. Same, and My, my same. dad was very supportive, honestly. He read all my papers. Wow, um, your dad could read them? Yeah, well, that was also a guiding part of my thought process was, like, I should be able to write this paper so that my dad can understand it. Oh, yeah, you know what I mean? yeah, um, yeah. Because
0: the philosophy papers really easy to get lost in. Like sure psh- and
1: like you know it helped me decide not to like use uh words that were unnecessarily mm-hmm. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. opaque um it's it far out so but yeah he was really su- they were really supportive um oh, that's cool and i kind of wish they had just at least gotten me to like get an education minor or something so i was certified coming out of college so i could teach right because that right. ended up being a struggle to get certification my
0: friend um he it took him a while to get certified to yeah. teach, and he has to recertify like every so often. I don't really he's huh. he's based in Connecticut though, so it's different. Yeah, I don't
1: know. It's state by state. Yeah. I, I did it in Texas. I did an alternative certification program, um, which is total bullshit. Mm. Um, I mean. It Tell me more. M- it's just
0: like anyone can get you, certified. Oh, my God. Yeah, how, yeah, yeah, If
1: you have $400, I can make you a teacher yeah, in like yeah. a month. That's, yeah, that's I what can I show like you how to, to hear. do. It.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs>
1: my first year teaching, I was very bad. I was, I was very, I did not know what I was doing. I tried really hard, but I had no idea what so I was doing. So you have
0: doing. to like teaching, too.
1: Yeah, yeah, you have to like, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I like it.
0: I am such a bad teacher. I have no patience. I don't really know how to explain it. I'm a really good learner, I pick things up. Yeah very fast and i just get so frustrated when i'm when other people don't yeah you know yeah. what i mean I'm i think am not a great teacher
1: that doesn't sound like a good fit but no. you never know i mean you could you might find some patience in yourself when you get th- the patience yeah when the kid's sitting like, in front of you you know yeah. and you're like you're, and you like realize like oh if i show this kid that i'm impatient <laughs> they're going to be hurt, then
0: you yeah. you
1: find patience, right? Like, you're just like, oh, Honestly, I can I you. Honestly, I think
0: figure it out is a fine teaching method.
1: It's a good start, yeah. <laughs>
0: I mean, sometimes a, you have to step in, but I you mean. just figure it out, you know?
1: I agree. My grandfather locked me out of the house when I was about seven years old mm-hmm. with a bike in the winter. Yeah, hell and he yeah. Just, and he just said, like, yeah, when you get around the driveway, you can come back in. And I was like crying, like yeah,
0: like I you I love know. stuff like and that. And
1: he's just that's like true. so stubborn. Like I fell off I, the bike, I and I, yeah, I was crying, that. and he's like, <laughs> no, go. He's like pointing at the driveway, and I was just like, oh my god. And that's how you learned how to that's ride how a bike. How to ride a bike, yeah.
0: That rocks.
1: I mean, I had I had done like you know training wheels before, but that was the first time mm-hmm. on like a bike without training. wheels. You had wheels. to do it. Yeah. You
0: had to do it. Cool guy. Yeah. <laughs> Dis- <laughs> tough love.
1: Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh huh.
0: Yeah, that's that's how I would teach.
1: I think it's fine.
0: It's fine method.
1: On a, and, and a, for individuals, it's fine. You end up you yeah. get a class of kids, you end up having to make some concessions. It could be some for... Some of them, yeah.
0: Yeah. How old sure. are the kids that you teach?
1: I teach kindergarten through fourth grade.
0: Oh, my God.
1: So, yeah, at an elementary school.
0: Wow. Okay, so these are, like, really smart kids. Or
1: They're regular everyday kids. I think and they're smart, d- but I mean, like, there's n- they're not like it's a it's um, a public school population, so it's oh cool, good for that. so I it's love that. it's. Um, they, I mean, they are yeah, they're smart, but they're not like hand-picked or something. I mean, right? I so I, uh, is it a requirement or it's it's a part of the curriculum? Yeah. Oh,
0: that's amazing. Yeah, that's so great.
1: Um, I love it. Wow. And you know, I do get to pick kids to play in tournaments and things like that, and I'm not right. going to just pick anybody at that point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm picking kids with talent. Uh huh. Um, who, so you think talent? Care.
0: You think talent plays a part in chess?
1: I mean, it's just like a—it's just a placeholder word okay. that you use when you don't know what's going on, yeah. right? Like I'd I just say talent because I'm not sure what it, it's like—a mis- mystery, gifted, like yeah. gifted children, sure, whatever it is. <laughs>
0: um, so oh, that's cool. so cool. I wonder if that's because, chet, like, learning chess at an early age is kind of similar to learning coding, yeah. and yeah. coding is
1: that's a big thing yeah. all, my, all my kids their parents are like oh well, they can't meet on Fridays because they have coding Code. class yeah
0: that's wild Man, and I wish
1: uh I'd. yeah I took I took computer science my last semester of college and realized that I liked it a lot and wished <laughs> I was like damn I wish I'd yeah, like I had taken this yeah I wish semester. I had done
0: something useful yeah like, just a little something go to like become a mechanic or something yep or a cobbler I would love to be a cobbler I respect cobblers more than anybody else it's the most noble profession I've been meaning to watch that I movie I have Adam Sandler yeah I haven't seen it basically it, but I but I know that it's uh, about a cobbler who tries other people's shoes on and becomes <laughs> that person for a day alright that's that's cool. the premise of the movie
1: nice <laughs> I'll watch it I'm gonna watch Waterboy again soon cause I, I was thinking about it today cause this has a lot to do with education
0: um mm-hmm. Oh so yeah, yeah it does. Yeah, yeah. coaching too. Yeah, You're totally. A coach yeah. yeah, he's getting teacher.
1: he's getting socialized. He has to abandon his mom's worldview, you know.
0: Right, right. And go to college. There's a little philosophical uh, idea to that, kind of like Plato's cave or something. Yeah.
1: yeah, definitely. Right. I don't know. It's I'm there. Reaching. It's I'm there. If you do the work, it's there. I don't. I don't know what.
0: So with chess. And logic, uh, and with focus. So, with the uh, invisible gorilla study, the what the conclusions were. That, um, the conclusion was that if you're focusing so hard on something, you notice something super obvious. Do you think that because your main focus right now is chess, that that this is kind of a personal question but do you think other aspects of of your life you're kind of um neglecting or yeah
1: yeah Yeah. i think that i mean that's historically been kind of like how it goes for me Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. not just with chess like whatever it is i'm focused on Uh uh-huh it's hard for me to learn yeah or uh, enjoy more than one thing at a time i think um, I'm trying to learn squash right now too though. Oh um, So that's, that's something cool. I'm, I'm not obsessive about it, which that's is good. You
0: throw a ball against the wall, right?
1: Yep, yep. With a racket. Oh, there's a it's racket. it's like a room and like you share the same space as your opponent and you're like using all four walls um, oh. And it's it's really fun. It's
0: like ten- tennis
1: sure. tennis in a room. Yeah,
0: I love watching the the kids play wall ball at the park. Oh, yeah, I think it's a cool sport. It looks like it hurts. Though.
1: I I've thought about trying that too, but I'm, like you know, it's hard for me to do too much. I'm but yeah, squash is my new thing, and I love it. That was my, actually my only New Year's resolution this year, which was to get good at squash. Um, hmm and uh, have you gotten good at squash no. no it's really hard it's really hard yeah i'm not good at it I'm i really mean bad. if you can i haven't even won a game yet i've l- i've played like 200 games i think i think i've lost every single one wow definitely lost every well, single
0: maybe one maybe the next thing will be quitting chess to pursue squash <laughs> i hope not that sounds rough <laughs> <laughs> uh
1: but yeah i think that it's hard to do other stuff though um and like right. i get really self-absorbed i mean right now i'm very self-absorbed i'd say you know oh yes yeah, same. I'm, I'm like, same
0: yeah and it's like not good do you recognize that it's not good
1: i kind of like it i
0: think it's good to be self-absorbed for right now for me well yeah so when because I'm, I'm doing all these different things that are important i think but it's just one thing it's like just thinking well, no, one no way. like i
1: started i started therapy oh I, congratulations I, that is you. amazing yeah i've been doing that for a couple months and it's all it's all your the same first time. time in therapy no i i did it once before well. uh, like a few years ago for like a little bit yeah yeah. not much it's good stuff and then in high school i had to do it my parents made me uh, Lucky. when i told them i was an atheist oh my god they sent me to a christian therapy group (laughs) to to bring me back
0: (laughs) that's so cool i I wish i had parents like i have like kind of parents like that but Uh, i remember my dad would, would tell me that i will grow out of my like liberal idealistic phase and yeah. as I get older that's the story and look now dad I am a communist you're almost there you're about to police grow out of it. abolition
1: <laughs> any day now
0: yeah <laughs> yeah uh <laughs> um hi padre I don't know if you're s- still listening to this podcast it's been a while my dad listens to every podcast isn't that sweet
1: that is sweet I know yeah that's really sweet yeah um I'm not gonna tell my dad about this, okay, so yeah. he will not listen to it. All right. But unless he like happens upon it, which would be really That'd
0: that's be impossible. Cool.
1: That's impossible. So <laughs>
0: Okay. Um <laughs> Well he could just like Google your name.
1: Oh god, my name is going to be on it.
0: We don't have to put your name on it. We can It doesn't matter. No one's ever gonna know my name. After after that's true. After all. Actually I Googled your name. Nothing comes up. Because I was trying to find your um your scores and your uh, stat, your chess Oh, stuff. Okay. I couldn't find it though.
1: Yeah, it's under B. Tuna which is my chess handle mm. on online.
0: So yeah, you're Googleable. Yeah.
1: yeah, there's uh, there's one result actually if you if you know what to search for. I didn't do it yeah. correctly. it's a picture of me. My college had a picture of me on the on the on the website. Aww. And I, I learned this recently. As like notable alum? alum? No, it was like when I was in college. Like they did like a thing where they they put a picture of a kid. As like a, like student of the week, something like that. Yeah, <laughs> and and so this is very very dorky photo of me. This is great, uh, but I had to find it because I was on like a dating app a year ago, and this woman was like, oh well, like show me some evidence that you exist online, so I know you're not a killer. She was very worried I was a killer for some reason. Um,
0: Classic flirt.
1: Yeah, and I was like, I think I can find something, and I this was, and there was this only this one thing, and I had to find that. I was like, here, look, I exist online. Um,
0: you don't even have social media.
1: I Have a Twitter account, hmm. but, but I mean, she couldn't like, like look at that. It's just right, just it's not connected to, tuna, to you your know what I mean. Like, yeah, or image yeah. or anything like that. It's anonymous. Yes, also. yes. But that's Love all I have. anonymity. Yeah, yeah Twitter Love went it. really wrong when people started using their real names Dude, and faces. I have my not fake name.
0: Fun. When I made a Twitter account, I was like, I don't want it to be affiliated with me at all. And now, and I still don't have my full name on my Twitter account. But the first thing that comes up when you Google me is my Twitter. Oh. And I don't Google myself anymore because this self being self-absorbed, it's, not, it's really not good. It's not great. Yeah. yeah. I think... I'm trying to...
1: Yeah, long-term, probably not a good idea. I'm trying uh, to... I'm digging into it right now, though.
0: Do some cobbler, fresh eyes things and <laughs> be a little more empathetic and get some perspective from others and just like maybe think about how my actions affect others.
1: Yeah. That sounds, that sounds something I'm working on. I do that too. I do that too.
0: You think about how your actions Actions affect others. Yeah. Yeah. I need to work on that. I definitely think about that. Good for you. It's something I'm working on. One of my struggles. Um, well, any, so we're, we're kind of wrapping. Is Do you have anything like wise to say? You know, a little cool snippet of a little quip, wisdom in chess and logic and decision making.
1: Um, on the spot, (laughs) I go blank. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um,
0: Well, the main wise quip. The main well one of the main morals that we learned from this episode is that drinking prevents you from becoming better at your passion, something you're passionate about pretty much everything. Yeah. Drinking doesn't help you. No. no. Unless it's pool, people say they get better at pool when they're drunk. I I hate to, I mean, but that's what alcoholics say. My
1: my best tournament result. I was drunk. Actually. (laughs) (laughs) I hate to put that in there, but it's true. Okay. Um, so
0: that might have been luck. But yeah, maybe. I don't know. <laughs>
1: I was. I, that's the only trophy I have. Um, so <laughs> that was that was a good one. But other than that, I mean, growth, though. Yeah. Making like actual strides and growth and everything. Growth. I, yeah. I don't think it can. I don't think it can happen. Yeah. At, after a certain point for me with drinking, I don't think I can do it anymore. hmm. Yeah.
0: And intellectual growth is lifelong You could always get better if you force yourself to get better uh discipline focus
1: yeah it's a lot of discipline my coach i have a coach now
0: you have your own coach
1: yeah yeah recently that's another thing i've been dragging my feet on for a long time that i'm doing now part of my self-absorption is i have a coach in in the netherlands um
0: is that where all the good players are
1: there's some good players there a couple of people that i whose work i study yeah i mean they're from there but um, I'm not sure what the where are the if it's predominant or
0: where are the good chess players Russia, Russia you know right
1: probably like Armenia Azerbaijan like um, I know that's where I can't I don't know if I said that right but um, China now um, is putting out a lot of good players huh. uh, and the US isn't so bad mm. it's not culturally like popular here I mean it's not like a big thing here it's People nerds. Don't yeah exactly <laughs> um, another another parts of the world it's a very big deal um so but yeah the u.s still puts out some good players i mean fabiano caruana was the challenger of the world championship this past time in london um and he's from from america
0: are there any grandmasters who are women
1: yeah 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 plenty um it is a problem like um women in chess like well um, women
0: aren't as smart as men
1: that's what i'm told um (laughs) But I I didn't say that. They're they're uh,
0: not good at using common sense or logic. They.
1: That's the rule. Yeah. yeah that's what I hear. Yeah. Emotional. Um, Too emotional. <laughs> all very emotional, <laughs> unlike.
0: Men. Uh, men. Men. No emotion. Simple-minded. No emotion. None. That's why they're so good. A at
1: to chess. B, um, <laughs> but there's it's a problem though. Um, there's you know, getting women to stay. A lot of girls start out in chess and and then. They drop off after a certain age. Um, and that's kind of the problem that I think chess coaches are dealing with is keeping.
0: Because it's not cool or they're not getting I don't, better.
1: I, we've talked, I, I've talked about this a lot. I don't, I don't know how to say for sure, but I think, I think there's, I can only say in America, I don't know. It's just because, um, well, they're definitely getting better. Um, but they, I think, yeah, it's not cool. Yeah. And I think that there's a lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. Um for them to to be cool and to no, like that's like the most start, important thing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and and it's like for some reason with with boys, it's okay. Like you can there's like a there's more of like a safe place to be a nerd or something. Yeah, for, for boys mm-hmm. and they have that ready to go. And, it and it just girls
0: have to be hot and yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. It's so important.
1: And it just ends up being, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. It's sad.
0: Well. Anyway.
1: But that's a speculation. I can't say for sure. Right, but it's a right. it's a problem. We're, that, not you know, we're trying to we're trying to work on. Um
0: that's some sociology stuff. You stick to your yeah. logic, rational. Just getting the kids chess.
1: to to learn chess yeah. is all I all I do. Yeah,
0: that's cool. It's great.
1: I like it. Um, I, don't I don't know if I have wisdom though. I'm sorry. Wow. I wanted to that give sucks. some wisdom, and I.
0: <laughs> I was really <laughs> like, hoping you'd have something good.
1: I, I, well, the thing is, I do all the time have these things like running through my head. But as soon as you ask me, I don't have it. Right, oh no.
0: it's that's uh, some kind of paradox.
1: Yeah. Um, well,
0: paradoxes. Um, right. Oh yeah, this totally has nothing to do with what we're talking about right now because we're trying to wrap this podcast. Oh my god! But I wanted to say that. When I am um, studying something, like, when I, when I was studying JavaScript, I could not write, like, creatively. I, I could only think in JavaScript. Like, I, uh-huh. I could only use the part of my brain uh-huh. that was, like, the logic proof code coding stuff. Yeah. That I, it was so hard for me to, like, switch to the creativity. And I don't know.
1: I have this experience, too, mm-hmm. with a lot of things. Yeah. yeah.
0: No, clearly, you made that you made that clear. One thing at a time.
1: Yeah, but, like, the way you're talking, like, the way you think, like, mm-hmm. even, like I remember I used to be obsessed with, like, making anagrams out of every word I saw. And oh, then, my
0: God. And yeah. then
1: I would, when I was trying to read a book, it would, like, it would be really hard for my mm-hmm. brain to, like, just read a book normally because I would just, yeah. Yeah, yeah. When I do
0: the crossword every day, and I... I kind of think in crossword sometimes.
1: Whoa. I feel like I can't do that. Yeah, one hard.
0: thing at a time. So hard. It's not hard. You just have I to do it every day. I get stuck after
1: like, I get like four words and then I'm just done. I don't know anything. Like I really can't hmm. make any progress. Well, I can't
0: be good at everything. True. Okay. Bert, thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for talking. For joining me. This has been a really fun time. Convo. Yeah.
1: Definitely. Um. I I
0: th- I think you've shed some some wisdom. I I've taken
1: it's in there. I just can't articulate. Yeah, it. yeah. Yeah.
0: It's in there. All right. Thank you listeners for sticking through this. Uh, till next time. Ciao. Say bye. Oh bye.